You've tuned into a podcast with me, Anupama Chopra. I do hope you enjoy listening to this conversation. You know, we were working on this film for so many years that uh, it's almost like I forgot that it's never released. On this film, we just have to work, and it almost like stopped being a possibility. Uh, so it was almost like that. Uh, yeah, this film is, you know, you're just supposed to work on it. You're never supposed to see it. You are. director on this film co-producer dop editor co-screenwriter is there yeah. anything you did not do <laughs> well i didn't act bilal <laughs> it's such a pleasure to see you and have you on film companion um many many congratulations on the legend of mola jan it is such a ferocious film and jagman and i have so many questions uh it's also a massive blockbuster matlab yeah. uh, talk about breaking records so so i want to begin with this lovely interview i saw of you chatting with your parents as well and mm-hmm. and your father was talking about how i mean you made your debut in 2013 with war and it's taken you almost a decade to bring mola jat to the bring big screen and your father said that he would keep saying bilal kya bana rahe ho ben har bana rahe ho mughle azam bana rahe ho and yeah. and you would say to him just wait and see uh, mm-hmm. and what you've created is is fantastic so what have the last few weeks been like is this the success you imagined when you were toiling for so many years mm-hmm. um well you know we were working on this film for so many years ke uh, it's almost like i forgot ke kabhi release bhi honi hai <laughs> is film pe sirf kaam karna hai <laughs> aur uh, it, it, it almost like stopped being a possibility uh, because of all the uh, you know issues we faced uh, once we were ready with the film we had some you know uh, legal matters and then we had covid kick in and i'm sure that's the case with a lot of films all over the world and we had to go through the same thing as well uh, so it was almost like ke uh, ha this film is you know you're just supposed to work on it you never supposed to see it uh, so bilal first of all i want to congratulate you the film like i've seen the film and it's one of the most uh, like lovely film in terms of like in the punjabi language like we mm-hmm. i i've been watching the content in the punjab region of india and this mm-hmm. looks like a film of another world we have not seen something like this being made here so mm. but what what surprises me the most is that you don't speak the language you don't speak yeah. punjabi and yet you made a punjabi film like one of its kind punjabi film so how did you manage yeah. that um well uh, i i don't speak punjabi bahut maadi punjabi hai meri par you know being in lahore and being around you know with my parents speak punjabi people around me speak punjabi so i'm familiar with the language i can understand it i just can't speak it fluently because you know um, just haven't been doing that over the years right lekin uh, you know i i i understand um, the language itself um, i felt like uh, because it was you know doing a reinvention of the punjabi gandasa genre which had inspired me there was no other way uh to make you know reboot mola jat then to have it be in punjabi and it became sort of this exciting challenge for for everyone um initially when you know uh, when i was starting the film i i i thought you know uh, it was 
the era of the the graphic novels you know in 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 hollywood and uh, graphic novel films you know that sort of style and then the superhero style and i felt that you know it should be a visual film it should uh, be more action driven uh, and maybe easy on the dialogues you know uh, but then working with nasir adib saab who is the writer of the original molajat and he's written corners over 400 punjabi films um so once he got on board and you know he started injecting his dialogues into the screenplay it just became a different beast and that's when i really realized the the power of the the language and i felt like you know this is not something uh, we have to shy away from we have to you know uh, embrace it and celebrate it um so then the dialogues the punjabi dialogue so they became an integral part uh, of the film and you know part of its identity and i think a huge uh, part of its success we, we're uh, now realizing are is the punjabi are the dialogues because people are taking them home yeah. with them right in the dialogues are uh, such a highlight of this film and uh, yeah. so so you punjabi must have gotten better in the process of making the film right uh it, it got much better and now, then it got much worse after covid because i stopped speaking it so uh, <laughs> you know i i i've completely forgotten it but uh but now what i want to you know start maybe uh, speaking it again learning it uh, again um it's just one of those things with languages you know the once you get into it suddenly you know it, it just starts to come back and then once you stop uh it's it's like gone so yeah um yeah Bilal, you 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 talked about rebooting the 1979 classic, which is also, of course, called Molajar. Fawad uh, mm-hmm. said in an interview that when mm-hmm. you first told him that <clears throat> let's reboot that, he said, "Tu pagal hai kya?" I want to know why that response. Uh, mm-hmm. Why did it seem like such an impossible task? Was it also that sort of 40 crore budget, or wh- why was it a pagal venture? yeah um actually our budgets just uh, you know the producer can give talk more about you know uh where we started from and where we ended with the budget but it was more about um taking on a genre that people had written off and were actually had had blamed for the death of our local industry because uh you know when the original molaj had happened and and those few films that came at that time um they just started uh, a new genre that ruled the the pakistani film industry for many years uh, and eventually everyone was just repeating themselves it was like they were they refused to evolve and they were just making the same film all over again with different names and characters um so people were always blaming those films ke iski wajah se our you know industry crashed and people stopped going to cinemas um and i think uh, well, so part of that was you know how do you take on something like that uh, which has that sort of you know stigma around it um at the same time uh trying to touch a classic you know that's always always uh, usually not considered a great idea right because um, you're not competing with that particular film necessarily itself but what it has become over the sure. years and the, the impact idea of, of it, it. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, so which is greater than that film itself? Because uh, um, you know that film was just at the right time. It it wasn't you know a, a very well produced film, but it became huge. It became part of our popular culture. Um, so that's one of the things. The other thing is that Fawad 
for him personally, you know, his his image is that of uh, of the romantic hero, right? And uh, and at that time, he was famous and popular because of that image. And now to get into this, you know, more of a uh, a macho, aggressive, you know, well built uh, male, you know, th- that character. Um, I think that uh, took a little while f- for him to sort of visualize and you know just just um, uh, just trying to you know just get get into that sort of zone. Uh, but I think once he got into it, there was just you know no- nothing was holding him back. Like I think he really enjoyed that space once he got into it. Well, he's, his performance is superb. So, so is yeah. uh, you know, so is the rest of the ensemble cast, which which we will talk about. But Pilar, mm-hmm. first, I want to understand: you are director on this film, co-producer, DOP, editor, co-screenwriter. Is there yeah. anything you did not do? <laughs> well, I didn't act. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, actually, it's just. Um, I don't know. For, for me personally, there, there's there's not much separation between these roles, you know, even though they're different roles. But it's almost like, you know, when I was making student films back in the day um, or just my own short films, uh, I don't know. I've just evolved doing uh, everything myself. Uh, well, not everything, but, you know, just, just wearing uh, a lot of hats. Um, and I guess that's just continued. And Every project, I'm like, okay, this is the last time. I'm never going to do this again. Never going to do this to myself again. Uh, but then I end up doing it every time. So uh, hopefully this was the last time. Really? It's, but <laughs> how do you actually juggle so many things? Because when you're also, you're the DOP and the director, plus you're editing it as you're shooting it. Uh, yeah. Do you compartmentalize or do all the functions just sort of become one? They do to quite some extent. So, so for example, you know, when I'm directing and working with actors, um, then you know the 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 DOP side of me is is uh, working as well. When I'm thinking, okay, so here's the light, and do, how do I, uh, you know, when I'm working with the blocking uh, uh, with actors and the movements. Uh, so it's the the camera and the light and the actors. You know, it's it's almost like all. Um, I think. For me, it's easier to achieve some of that harmony, uh, you know, the, the, the visual harmony uh, where, you know, it, it all just feels a little cohesive uh, and each scene has that beginning, middle end um, visually as well as, you know, in, in, in the rhythm and, and the storytelling. So f- I don't know, for me, it's always been difficult to give up these roles. Uh, I think it's it's maybe also like the, the control freak in me, but I'm I'm trying to you know uh yeah i'm trying to remind myself never to <laughs> not to do that again because it uh, it is very tiring like there's no doubt about that it's uh, it it just it, it starts to add up over time yeah yeah Bilal, what i personally loved about your film is that how your 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 film which is generally which is mainly a male world you know it's judge versus not it's a male world, but you have presented some great female characters in the film too. So, you know, Punjab, like you have also highlighted in the film that is it's a it's once called a Kudimar state, but you have mm-hmm. addressed that problem in the most relevant fashion. So, what mm-hmm. was your inspiration behind those female characters? Were you trying to make a statement that, you know, uh, women can do a lot, you know, if we give them opportunities? Was there uh, you know, any such kind of thoughts behind it? Yeah. 
uh, will the, the Punjabi cinema uh, always did have very, very strong uh, women characters, but at the same time, uh, a lot of the concepts, you know, they, they're very dated and they just don't, they, you know, they, it hasn't aged that well. Um, and uh, now when you think of it, you're like, you know, uh, how is this the norm back then, you know, where the fate of any woman is decided by a few men just, you know, uh, casually. A, um, you know, just to settle scores, they'll have one woman get married off to. No, it's just something that, um, I mean, it wasn't something where I was like, hey, deliberately, you know, I have to avoid this. It was just yeah. naturally like that's just not something I can, <laughs> you know, uh, that just works in this world anymore. You know, like it's just, um, and uh, so so we did keep some of the the, the strong woman element and, and decided to take it uh, a step further. Uh, so in this, uh, at the same time, you know, the, the damsel in distress is a part of, uh, you know, these stories as well and in these, uh, the world building. Uh, so you see these two, you know, uh, the, the po polarities, right? So the damsel in distress and then you have the very strong empowered woman. Um, so I think, yeah, the, the film has like, I guess a lot of both, both of those sides. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives for newly appointed agents. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp. That's cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. Yeah, and it's not just that uh, they are there in the film and they are strong women. It's it's like they are influencing the decision of men in the film. So, for example, the mm -hmm. men in the film, whatever they do, it's because of women. And, you know, uh, be, it yeah, the mother, absolutely. be it the mother of the Fawad's character or be it yeah. uh, Louina's yeah. sister. Yeah. So that's really such a statement that you've made in the film. Yeah, and... Uh, I mean, I, I feel like that's that's the way it is as it well. Should be, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. I mean, for, to quite some extent, I feel like you know, in in, in Punjab and you know, in, in the villages, to quite some extent, uh, from what I hear, you know, um, it's the, that is the case. Uh, but I guess it's not represented the same way um, in films. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that that was one of the the things that became you know. Uh, important for us and uh, then having actors who could um, take those roles to you know the the next level and everything so uh, so that's definitely something that we've been getting a lot of positive uh, feedback on so so I'm happy you know <laughs> we people have to go that, that way yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so uh, another thing that I want to know is that like do you follow the content that uh, the Punjabi industry in India uh, currently doing or making the kind of films do you follow that uh, not that much. Uh, I mean, to be to be honest, the last few years I've been a bit disconnected with <laughs> what's going on uh, in the world. Besides, you know, just watching some uh, Netflix shows or you know uh, Indian cinema. Well, not not the history of it, but yes, all the big hits. You know, we all love them here, and <laughs> we 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 have to see all of the the the, the big ones. Uh, so I've been seeing some shows on Netflix uh, and Amazon. Uh, some Indian shows. Um, I think Mirzapur was one, you know, the, the last one that I really, really enjoyed. So, uh, like, if we just put our focus on the Punjabi film industry here in India, mm -hmm. so what the, the kind of content that they are making come 
so many you know they are working in the punjabi films chalo mera book you must have heard of i've heard of that obviously so, yes so so every time we kind of complain or we kind of uh, you know say that we are kind of done with the comedy films and you're just making comedy films the the answer that we get is that uh, punjabis by nature are like that like they just want to have fun time they just want to see yeah. people getting married having laughs and you know stuff like that but your yeah. film has kind of proven them wrong that the punjabis mm-hmm. do have a the, the kind of response that your film is getting uh, among the indians the punjabis living abroad like i'm mm-hmm. getting messages on daily basis the kind of response that they are giving just shows that yeah. you know you've proven them wrong that punjabis do have a taste for drama tragedy and action so what do you have to say about yeah. that yeah no it's true uh, i mean i i guess it just so happens that punjabi is such a great language for comedy as well and uh, and also the the jugat bazi side of you know <laughs> yeah. so so it's it, it just yeah uh, it just works really well for comedy and and we've also had a lot of that with the the theater the stage yeah uh, theater we, you know punjabi has been a huge part of that um, but yes for me um, the film was always meant to be um, intense and you know um, and dramatic um, and there's not a lot of comedy in there and uh, I, uh, again you know going back to that genre that we had which was very unique uh, you know how india has the the bollywood genre that is has been you know unique to india and um, sort of been exported to the world and i f- felt like you know uh, the punjabi gandasa genre um, was very you know dramatic and loud and theatrical and you know these exchanges of like insults and taunts and you know it, it was a style of its own it was it was like the the western of of the east right um so it was true to the the spirit of that in a way the, what we had lost and uh, um and i think it's 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 great that you know <laughs> there's something less like a counterweight to all that punjabi comedy that's out yeah, there yeah, uh, yeah. so i think it's been refreshing for for the punjabi audiences and i i, I don't know i have this feeling that uh, because like the, when the first mola jatt came they they we had like a couple of films made with a similar style here in punjab some of them like the kind of they tried to do something similar here in punjab as well and then those kind mm-hmm. that genre like how it vanished in pakistan it also kind of vanished yeah. there in india and then they yeah. started doing the comedy trends this film called carry on yeah. jatta which made a lot yeah. of noise and then everyone started making the comedy so i think your film will not just uh, kind of uh, bring change there in the, uh, your punjabi cinema but there mm-hmm. people are already talking like let's just make a you know they're already mm-hmm. having those kind of conversations on the producer table that now this is the 
taste of the public selection or something you know on that yeah <laughs> wow that's that's great to hear that's a I guess that's a compliment to the film. That's great. That's great to know. I mean, I, I wish um, it, it, it could release in India, you know, like uh, it's just one of those things where I feel like uh, a lot of, uh, we've been getting a lot of messages from, yeah, you even, know, even, the, uh, from India. And uh, I, even i have been getting a lot of pms that when are we getting to see it here in india so i i hope there's a possibility of an unity soon right yeah who knows hopefully soon <laughs> sooner rather than later That's so bilal i i want to go back a little bit to to the characters in the movie okay mm-hmm. what i really loved was the fact that of course it's called the legend of malajad mm-hmm. but it's not just about malajad in fact in mm-hmm. that first half for a long time he's just not even on screen uh, and yeah. and we're going into the stories of the nuts of nuri and the brother and mm-hmm. the sister and for me nuri is such a fantastic antagonist uh, he's mm-hmm. not just a bad guy he's got his whole sort of world view uh, mm-hmm. he's a feminist in in his yeah. own twisted way um, yeah. of course of course he's brutal and he's a killer but that end when right at the end and and spoiler alert for everybody uh, who hasn't seen the film yet when when he dies appreciating his opponent uh, for yeah. me that was just such a he's almost a poet yes yeah that's that's correct <laughs> how, yeah. how did you create this guy um so these characters both of them malajat and nurinath are the the big famous you know the the, the two famous characters from uh, the original malajat from from back in the day so obviously these are inspired directly from those two characters and nurinath the the uh, the villain he became larger than life uh, because of his dialogues and you know um, the the way he delivers them and and uh, his own you know like poetic sort of a, a, a villain right bad guy uh so that was something that was very new uh so this is building on that uh but adding uh, while those characters uh, back in the day were very two dimensional uh this time we decided to give them you know some some character arcs and and back stories and uh, just give them more depth um and uh, for both of these uh, roles were played by two legends from from you know back in the day uh, sultan rahi saab and mustafa qureshi saab and that was the big question always regardless of how popular and famous fawad khan and hamza basi were here ke how will they um you know play those it's it's like trying to play gabbar singh you know uh, yeah. again so so it's one of those things it was a huge huge um, you know challenge and uh, people um weren't expecting i think what what they got you know i think they got more than what they were expecting with with these two guys um so so yeah i mean that's that's uh, that's how we chose to sort of deal with with these two characters and uh, it's really a story about um rivalry between the two and and their and their chemistry uh, on screen chemistry and also off screen like when they, when they're not on screen and they're doing their separate scenes still in your mind you know it's you you have this image that they will come together and just that combination 
of uh, Fawad and Hamza. I think uh, that worked really nicely with yeah. these characters. Yeah, even that. Just just to add to that, that uh, like the two scenes that I had watching, uh, you know, had tears in my eyes. Were like when mm-hmm. uh, Nuri Nat, uh, you know, saves his sister right at the start. She's like a little infant, and then in the yeah. end, he ties that turban on her head, and that those two scenes yeah. are like the, the most uh, beautiful scenes. Yeah, no, they're they're two of my favorites as well, and. Um... Uh, because of the first flashback scene, it's such a simple scene because he's just narrating his his backstory, and it gives you insight into that character where he's coming from, uh, and also tells you you know why uh, uh, is Daro you know his sister why, why is she the one person that he's he's closest to, and it's almost like she's his uh, you know what what Kryptonite is to Superman you know in a way like his his uh, greatest vulnerability at the same time. um and it's uh, it's really interesting to see how she affects him in different ways uh, as as the film progresses but i don't think i i mean i was wondering i was like when was the last time we saw a villain who is uh also with such a big heart yeah with such a big heart exactly <laughs> yeah yeah it's a contradiction it's so unexpected yeah and i think it's the case with both characters mola and nuri where uh, one of the things you know um i mentioned to to hamza was you know don't play him like a villain you you're the yeah. hero of the film and you know the same thing with uh fawad you know you're you're the bad guy in this film you you're not like the the you know the the perfect good good guy you know yeah. so, uh, always right you know so um so there's a bit of an overlap between the two it's yeah. not like clearly black and white and yeah, i think the, that adds a lot yeah um like the hero so the hero like the fawad has you know so many negative shades like he he's not treating yeah. his mother that well you know the other hand louis yeah. has so it's kind of a mix of both the shades it is and it and it's almost like uh, both are very similar because usually yeah. you have you know the the, the antagonist and protagonist at, at two different ends and and they can't meet a lot of times you know people compare mola and nuri to like the batman and joker of you know punjabi cinema here um but but the more i think about it you know batman and the joker could never be friends you know but mola and nuri they could be the best of friends yeah. had the 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 plot been a little bit different had they just met casually you know anywhere um they could have ended up you know being great friends so it's it's not like they're polar opposites in that way yeah yeah so tell me why you were co-creating with uh, nasir adib saab who wrote the original like you said uh, how did the two of you decide ki isko rakhna hai aur isko hum reinvent karenge you know because you are dealing as you said with a classic which is bigger yeah. in the imagination um, than than you know than the film itself mm-hmm. so it's interesting uh, i wrote the screenplay in english first right um and that's when i went back to his older films and i would just like write down di- random dialogues from his films and see where you know where i could fit them just to have placeholders in the script um and then uh, when he came on board he was you know putting in all these dialogues into um and and obviously it's not as simple as just putting the dialogues in the scenes start to you know have their own life and take their own own shape um so it was quite an interesting and challenging uh, process because he is from a completely different world right 
And then uh, myself and everyone, all the actors, we're like, you know, a different world, different influences. And uh, when when I first met Nasta, we were not on the same page at all. You know, it was like uh, whatever he was saying and speaking, it just wasn't working for me, right? And the challenge was more for him, I guess, because uh, we couldn't, there, there was no option to meet halfway. He had to come all the way to, you know, mm-hmm. our, our world and our side. You know, it's not like we could go back. There, there was no option. And uh, that was just fantastic, you know, at, at that age and after having done so many films, you know, you're, uh, you can be really stuck and rigid. And, and uh, even if you want to be flexible, it can be, you know, quite uh, difficult. But over time, it took us like over a year. And by the end of the year, we were just talking, like speaking the same language. You know, it was just like we almost were speaking in, in, in sign language, you know, we, we were uh, so aligned. Um, so I think uh, behind the scenes, that was one of, you know, uh, the the memorable parts for, for me was, you know, how we started off like, you know, in <laughs> pulls apart and then uh, just coming together to to make this film. And I think uh, he was very anxious as well because um, that is something that became, you know, his his you know, sort of like claim to fame o- over the years. And now uh, a lot of people telling him, you know, don't touch it because, you know, if you if you, if you mess it up, then it's, it's all over, you know, it's, it's all gone and <laughs> don't do it. Um, so I think he was very nervous. Um, okay, will it work or not? Because it had never worked over the years. Um, even when he was trying to rewrite, you know, uh, different variations of the film. Um, and then people eventually gave up. It was like everyone was trying to do Mola Jat again. But uh, um, so, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, he's, he's very happy <laughs> the way it's turned out. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's like, I'm happier than I was the first time. So this is <laughs> great. <laughs> But I'll tell you, Bilal, what I was not at all prepared for was the level of violence, okay? You went full Game of Thrones on us. Uh, I was not expecting to see severed heads and uh, swords going through throats and, uh, you know, that that sort of beheading uh, Mm -hmm. this way and that way. And I have to ask, how did you decide I can push it this far and no further? Well, when, when you look at all the dialogues that these guys, you know, and, and all the, uh, uh, the and you know, the, all these insults and taunts, like that language, they are speaking that language where he's like, you know, and, you know, just like crazy graphic stuff that they're saying to each other, um, which was a part of, you know, like a big part of the genre of people who enjoy like, you know, uh, one big insult, graphic insult coming and then this other one. And I was like, this is all talk and no walk, you know. <laughs> so in this world, they, they they mean what they say. They have to yeah. mean what they say. They can't just be like <laughs> talking uh, trash to each other. And, and but when if once you show that, you know, they mean what they say, it just changes yeah. everything, you know, it just uh, raises the stakes uh, for the audiences. Um, and not just, uh, not just that, you know, I wanted to treat the, the gore and the battle in, in sort of a, a poetic way, yeah. in, in a way, like where it's beautiful. It's not like meant to, um, you know, sh- sh- disturb you or, or, you know, just be there. It's, 
it's a part of like this, the the canvas you know it's uh, it's just there <laughs> you know well i i'm i'm going to tell you my my threshold is low so i did shut my eyes a couple of times <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see that in happen in theater, so uh, I'm, I'm aware of that. And <laughs> yes, yeah, I, um, I know, I know. The so it's it's right at the edge, right? It's it's right. It's at right the at edge. the edge. And, yeah. And sometimes it is pushing it, <laughs> but uh, personally, I I love it. <laughs> so, but I like how they say that you know even the best of the best films have you know some things people are not. Happy with, and there's a section of you work towards those things don't go well. So with your film, the only little criticism that I've heard so far is that people are not really comfortable with the Punjabi accent of some actors. So people are saying that because we wanted to have like big stars in the film, we have somewhere kind of compromised with the language Punjabi as a language. So what do you have to say about that? Uh, well, it's one of those things, you know. There, there's just so many accents. uh and even when you just start traveling you know in in punjab over here every like it's almost like every few miles like the language keeps changing yeah. um so with all the challenges that we had it was you know how far do we go into should be like the exact same dialect of like one region or do we take it a little easy on that uh because we, we also want to keep it a little simple um a little closer to urdu in in some ways uh, so it's easier for people to understand, understand. um yeah and also because uh, almost half the actors were non punjabi um so definitely there there you know there there's no limit to how perfect you can make the punjabi uh, but for me it's uh, it's it's a fantasy punjab fantasy world uh, where there is you know we're, we're taking some creative license where it's it might not sound like you know uh one region keep punjabi you know we, like okay, this is just that um but if you, if if i zoom out and look at the bigger picture i think this is the best thing that has happened to punjabi language over here in in years you know because wo jo owning up thi na in in mainstream wo bahut lacking thi yeah and, uh, and all these big stars you know um, who are not even punjabi all of them from all over the like coming together and you know it's like paying this 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 tribute to and uh, you know making that effort i think that uh, is much bigger than you know ke ha udhar thodi si punjabi agar aisi hai ya uska accent thoda sa farak hai ya wo hai i think the uh, the idea of the film is bigger than is beyond that you know yeah even uh, because the language of the film and the the the, the grandness of the film is such that you we can look beyond the language there's so many other things to appreciate in the film that language is just yeah. like a one bit yeah 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 absolutely uh bilal it's been a big year for the pakistani film industry with joyland with mm-hmm. the legend of maula jat uh, what do you see happening in the next few years um you know just like our cricket team parks is always very very <laughs> difficult to predict <laughs> you know we're very unpredictable it, uh, anything could happen like honestly um i it's it's hard to say uh because mm, we keep feeling like there's going to be a big revival and then you know uh, sometimes uh, there are few films that do really well and are very promising and then suddenly we have these downers um so it's just difficult to 
situation and with the whole dig- digital revolution and everything you know there's this there's a different um, um type of storytelling that's coming up um so i hope we are able to uh, find our sort of our, our own identity uh, you know in, in cinema over the years uh, and i hope it doesn't mean that it's it's sort of like the one genre identity that we keep repeating ourselves and and we've seen uh, india you know evolve past the um, because you had the the bollywood musical that was ruling the mainstream for su- uh, such a long time and now you see a lot more diversity and a lot, a lot more different stories not that it wasn't there before but now like it's it's you know uh, expanding um and i think uh, we, before we get to uh, it, i think we probably not going to have one genre uh, we're just going to have a lot of different stories and um a lot of it will be probably catering to overseas uh, you know the the market overseas because um our cinema industry is just so small right now uh that the numbers they they don't work out that well um so you're seeing you know right now we're seeing a lot of like these festival films coming up you know like joyland and you know um so which is not a bad way to go uh, you know i i think i think that's that's great and something to look forward to uh but let's see it's just uh, a bit difficult to <laughs> predict where it's going to go right now what's next for you are you just taking a long holiday Yes, I need to take a long holiday. I felt like, you know, I would be done when the film would be released, but uh it's just, you know, something every day, you know, with, with the distribution and, you know, with the different markets and and the film is, you know, opening up to some other markets soon and um so uh let's see, but uh, uh but I feel very relaxed and and calm and uh I think uh in a few weeks that void is going to hit me finally and <laughs> and that's when i'll jump on to the next one yeah but well, um, don't take don't take seven years. years yeah yeah, yeah. Years. <laughs> everyone is telling me that these days everyone is saying that uh no hopefully not um but if it's going to end the way the, this one ended like i i'd say it's been worth it um even with 10 years uh, because it, it, it's like half of that time was spent you know just just waiting like waiting either for the film to start or then once we made it waiting for it to get released and um i feel like mm, this time hopefully if we don't have those issues uh, you know a similar or bigger film can be made in much less less time um yeah let's see hopefully yeah well it's it's been amazing listening to you on talk about this incredible journey and and uh, like jagman said uh, we hope that you find a way to put it on ott here and and people in india get to see it too yeah that's one of the the, the main things you know on our mind right now and and what we're we're trying to get to that audience because they've actually been reaching out uh, a lot recently and uh, now that we're done showing the film you know to to other territories it'd be great to just have people in india watch it now we need more of the gandasa genre here too yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah soon thank you bilal thanks so much thank you for listening to the film companion podcast stay tuned for more reviews interviews and all that's hot and happening in pop culture and entertainment 
Diamond for diamond, no one compares with Mervis. At Mervis Diamond Importers, our natural diamonds come straight from the mines in Africa and our mermaid lab-grown diamonds beat all others for quality and value. Come view our brilliant diamonds, both natural and lab-grown. Mervis Diamonds are so bright and full of fire, they will blow you away. So will the affordable prices. Our diamonds may steal your heart, but not your wallet. See our mermaid lab-grown diamonds and learn how to get a larger diamond for less. You can get a bigger mermaid lab-grown diamonds than you ever thought possible. And with Mervis Financing, you can enjoy up to five years to pay with zero interest. A generous full-value trader policy and our lifetime warranty program easily make Mervis your first choice. When you mount a world-class Mervis diamond into a designer ring from our huge collection, there is no equal. Mervis Diamond Importers. For an appointment, call 800-HER-LOVE or go to mervisdiamond.com. Again, that's 800-HER-LOVE or go to mervisdiamond.com.